We want to welcome you today to the Blessing from the Valley podcast with your host, Pastor Mark Brandon. Join Pastor Brandon as he takes a new look at the old book, the Bible. Well, I, well, I want to thank you for joining us today for this episode of the Blessing from the Valley. And right here it is in December, December the 12th. Uh, we're just a uh, couple of weeks away from the big day, and this is the Christmas season, and hopefully you have had a wonderful, wonderful month so far, and we've had a wonderful month here. Uh, we uh, just uh, had our children's Christmas program at our church, and I'm telling you right now, I think it was the best um, that we've ever had. The children did such a great job, and all the folks that worked with it did such a great job with it, worked hard with it, and I mean, it was a real true blessing. So we we thank God for that, and uh, it always encourages me when we have our children's program and and seeing uh, what God's doing in the hearts of these children. And then this Sunday, we'll be having our uh, Christmas cantata and, and play, and uh, this year we're doing Christmas at home. It's one of my favorites, and it's got a Civil War theme, and uh, can't get much better than that, but uh, it's really good. And so we're looking forward to that. If you're here in the area and uh, you want to join us at Tiftonia Baptist Church, We'd love to have you. Uh, it's going to be 6 o'clock on this Sunday, and uh, we would love to have you Christmas at home. And so uh, you come and join us at 518 Browns Ferry Road. Uh, well, because of the Christmas season, I want to share a hymn history with you today. I I think it's important that uh, we um, keep up on, you know, where did we get some of the things that we have, especially in the spiritual sense. And of course, here in the Christmas season, Luke chapter two is, you know, uh, probably the most popular, uh, most read Christmas of the Bible. Why? Because it, it, it shows the very actual uh, night um, that Jesus Christ was born. Uh, so a very special day. Now, in the book of uh, Matthew, we understand that it does talk about the Lord's birth, but really, it's about the wise men. And I truly believe that that was uh, a couple years later. I don't think he was a baby when the wise men showed up. The Bible does say when they were at the house, and they seen the young child. And so anyway, Luke chapter two and uh, a lot of songs uh, and of course, a lot of sermons has been prepared out of the gospel according to Luke chapter two. But I want to just read a few couple of verses here and kind of get the text. The Bible says in verse eight, and there were in the same country, shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night and lo the angel of the lord came upon them and the glory of the lord shone round about them and they were sore afraid you know when i think of that i i can't imagine what those shepherds felt that night you know i've had the privilege of being in a third world country i've been in the privilege of being in kenya africa and uh you know you can drive miles and not see any lights and so that would be hard to do here uh, in america but uh, there, you can drive miles without seeing any lights, no electricity. And uh, so anyway, I, I remember we would go out and do the cinemas. They would have cinema teams, and we would go out into these villages and remote areas, and men would be out there before us, and they would put a sheet up somewhere, and they have a, a film that they would show to gather people there, and then we would show up and, and preach. And I can remember one particular um, uh, one particular night, we drove out into the bush, and there was no lights. We'd come out of the little village that we were at, and uh, 
I'm thinking it was soy. I, I believe that was the name of uh, the little area that we were at. And we went outside that little village several miles. And I mean, it was dark. And all of a sudden, you come upon this light, you know, this big white sheet and this light. They were showing this movie, gathering all these folks together. And so I, I've often thought about that, how quiet of a night. And could you imagine what the shepherds felt? Well, I want to share a hymn history with you today that I hope will be helpful and it will probably take up the whole podcast, but one of my favorite all-time Christmas songs is Silent Night, Holy Night, and I would I would like to read the history of that to you. High up in the Austrian Alps in the region known as the Trial, the Land of the Mountains, are found the two little villages of Obendorf and Orangedorf. In Obendorf lived a young 26-year-old priest named Joseph Moore. In Orangedorf lived his friend Franz Gruber. He was the church organist and village schoolmaster. The year was 1818, the day before Christmas. Joseph Moore had started the day making the last-minute preparations for the annual Christmas festival, which would take place on Christmas Eve. There would be a lot of singing, for in that region among the Tyrolean peaks, every child seemed to be born with the love for music, and it was the one that they never outgrew. This was very evident at the Christmas Song Fest. Moore and Gruber had often discussed how beautiful the music seemed to be at Christmas time, but as far as they were concerned, the perfect Christmas song had not been found. Joseph Moore mused, How wonderful it would be to have something brand new for tomorrow. This thought soon passed, for someone came with the news that a poor woodchopper's wife had just given birth to a child, and he was in need to give his blessing. This meant that he must hurriedly finish as much of the preparations as he could and then leave for the woodchopper's cottage, which was located a very good distance from the little town. That night, Moore was also to attend a Christmas party held at the home of one of his wealthy parishioners, a ship owner, whose palatial home was located on one of the mountains overlooking the little village in the valley. Because walking was Moore's only means of travel, it would mean that by the time he had finished visiting the woodchopper's family, he would have to go directly to the Christmas Eve party, and this he did. It was late that night when he finally started on his uh, homeward journey, and it had really been a full day. He was tired, but his mind, like a slide projector, kept reviewing the happenings of the day. The highlight of the day had turned out to be, to his surprise, a call to visit the humble home of the woodchopper and blessed the little newborn son. It had not been a palace, but he had found himself surrounded by joy, love, and contentment. His heart and mind had been strongly moved as it was again at this moment of reflection. As he approached the crest of the summit called Totenberg, overlooking his little village, he paused for a moment. The silence of the night, the starry splendid wintry sky, the twinkling of the village lights, the murmur of the Salzach River for below the realization that tomorrow was Christmas overwhelmed him as they all united in calling forth a symphony, symphony of thought that had been crying for expression for a long, long time. As quickly as he could, he descended to his house, and though the hour was late, he began to write. When he had finished, it was four o'clock in the morning. Early that day, he hurried to Obendorf and his friend, Hans Gruber. He wanted him to share in this moment of inspiration. As Gruber read the lines that had been written, he was thrilled and exclaimed, My friend Joseph, you have found it. It's the song we've been looking for. Praise God. 
because there were still some preparations which had to be made for that evening's festival, Moore excused himself, leaving the words he had written with his friend. Gruber took his guitar and began to sing Moore's words. He was to say later that they really sang themselves for in a short time, the beautiful flowers, flowing melody, as we know it today, had been composed. Their search was over. Joseph Moore and Franz Gruber had found the perfect Christmas song. Later in the day, Gruber took the completed song to Obendorf, where he and Joseph sang it together for the first time. That night at the Christmas festival, the parish choir joined them as they introduced it to the villagers. It would take another year before it would start on admission to the world. This happened when the church organ broke down and needed repairing. The man called to do the job uh, came from Zillerthal, a small village over the mountains from Obendorf. His name was Fritz Marocker. It was in November of 1819. He stayed the better part of two days working on the organ. When he had finished, he asked Gruber to test the organ for his final approval. I'm sure because Christmas was so near, Gruber had no qualms about playing the carol he and Moore had written on the Christmas before. From the organ, there began to flow the melody that today is so familiar. To Morocco, it was some of the most inspiring music he had ever heard, and he begged Gruber to give him a copy so that he might introduce it to his own little village. Soon, the Strasser Quartet, a well-trained group of women from his town, adopted it, and through the years, featuring the song in their concerts. In 1831, they sang it at the Leipzig Fair, and in 1832, a musician named Frigi heard them sing it at Dresden. He copied the song and used it for the next 10 years in his organ concerts, but it was not until 1842 that it was finally printed for the first time. In spite of all the years, it was still without a name, and was published simply as the Tyrolese song because it had come from the Tyrolean Alps. And all this had taken 24 years, and it would take another 12 years before it was heard by Emperor Frederick at Berlin, Germany. He proclaimed it was the perfect Christmas carol and ordered it to be included in all of Germany's Christmas programs. From that time on, its future was secure, and soon it was being translated into other languages and carried around the world. According to my records, it was first published in America in 1871 by C.L. Hutchins in his Sunday school hymnal. Amen. And isn't that a blessing? Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright. Round yon virgin, mother and child, holy infant so tender and mild, sleep in heavenly peace. And so God bless you. I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening today. Our prayer is that this episode was a great encouragement to you, and we invite you to join us again next time for the blessing from the valley.